All right, what's up, everybody? We are back here today. Uh, good morning from my side. Good evening on your side. Pretty much good night. Yeah, good night. <laughs> yeah, it's eight p.m. now, so it's, it's getting late. <laughs> I know. I'm joined here with uh, Dion uh, from uh, also known as Active Gamer Fitness. Welcome to the podcast. Let's go. <laughs> um, today I'm going to be interviewing my really good friend here on fitness, gaming, and competition. As I've recognized that uh, he has this fierceness in him that reminds me so much of an old life that I had that required that fire. And uh, it's not that it goes away, it just gets tamed. And when it comes to competition, you have to learn to lose before you win. And trust me, there's a lot of losing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's why I was like, let's 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 bring on somebody who can give me some 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 conversations, shine some light on this. So, Dion, welcome to the show, my man. Hey, thank you for having me. You know, it's definitely a big honor to be rolling through channel with one of the coolest people I've met <laughs> via any any form of platform in life, you know, and for oh. us to make make this thing happen is, is definitely special that's too nice of you please i'm just a guy with a microphone Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is that's what it is and all these pieces aren't even mine <laughs> that's comedy <laughs> all right so um i have a list of questions here let's go over some uh, introductions man start us off let's talk about you where you come from what you're up to what you've been up to to get to this point yeah all right so yeah you know this is a basic rundown introduction life your boy's name is Dion, aka Active Gamer Fitness. I am a Twitch streamer, fitness enthusiast, personal trainer, soccer player, uh, food connoisseur. I actually don't even know if I'd be a connoisseur because I just <laughs> eat all the food known to man. Um, yeah, yeah, I've been I've been kind of in the game for a while. Uh, gaming for about, geez, my whole life. Fitness about ten years, ten plus training for about you know seven years plus so kind of been on the the cusp of doing a lot doing this for my entire existence almost it feels nice. like nice yeah. that's good that's good and how about us how did we how did we get connected let's let's figure that out i you know, honestly i could not tell you i think the <laughs> i think the the world just just kind of whispered your your name in my ear and one day i woke up and there you were you're just <laughs> No, I really don't know how, how we did that. I, I have them. Okay, so so I believe this is just an idea. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. I think it was, I mean, obviously it was a while back. Uh, it goes, when I think it was, I, I rated you. Like, no doubt what I do at the end of the stream, and I'm sure you're very familiar in the stream life, you you raid, you tend to, you know, send your viewers to other, other folk you deem or believe or just other uh, cool people you could, you know, raid to, you know, you just you share a community around. And when I like, when I have raid members on the Twitch community, I try to find, I try to find people that's, I, I don't know if you see me do it. Like I have a process, right? Where I'm like, who am I going to yeah. go raid? I've never seen your process. In raid. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, for real. It's like at the top of the list, I try to find uh, diversity, like at the top of the list. Right. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, this has to be a person of color, someone who's, you know, uh, diverse. They have to have like different angles of attack or approach. Like, 
I, I sit there and I watch the stream just for like a little bit. I read the profile. I like listen to how they talk about like the game and it has to be magic. Right. Like, okay. so like, I, like when I, when I was like, Hey, look at this guy. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like your name. It was like active gamer fitness. And I'm like, okay, like that says a lot about who this person is. Number one, number two, you're playing magic. And I'm like, okay, is this guy playing magic for clout? Or is this guy playing magic? Cause it's trendy. Is he playing magic? Like that's what, these are yeah. like my steps. Okay. Like, that's, that's legit. That's like a yeah. legit it's like series of things to do yeah. to be honest right and this is like a quick thing because you, you when you're on twitch there's a lot of people playing games and this was before the pandemic and all that crazy stuff like yeah yeah so like you were legit playing magic because you liked it you were legit ex like in the exercise like you were like this whole list of like i was like this guy seems lit like yeah he does like he seems like a great dude i bet you he's oh a great yeah guy. Cause that was back in, that was, that was pre COVID, right? Like, yeah. so I was, I was grinding prep for tournaments and paper yeah. online. Yeah. So yeah, that was yeah. definitely not clout chasing. I was like, Hey, I'm trying yeah. to just like crush some souls on here to see if this deck is good. <laughs> yeah. Because before, after the, you know, the whole COVID stuff was hitting, like mm -hmm. everybody started playing that. Everybody was online. The whole made a change. Everything was different, but you know, before then you were legit playing magic because you enjoy it you liked it and that's how i felt when i rated you and i just started like asking you a lot of questions like here and now we just got super friendly yeah. and there it is that does make a lot of sense to be honest because i tend to forget how long i've been in the stream <laughs> game to be completely honest with you it's been some years so when you bring that up and i i think back to it i'm going all right yeah, yeah. You, i do because i remember you being in my and that's kind of like a process that I have as well. When I go and try to find someone who I raid, I do it before stream though. I'm a big like prep person. So yeah. I'll watch other people in my free time when I'm like eating. And then I, f I follow them. I'm like, oh, this person's cool. I should just like, if they're on, I'll raid them. Yeah. And then worst comes to worst, I do go through. And I always go to the bottom of the list because I never like to go to the top. Because I feel like when you raid someone at the top, no no offense to the people at the top of the the list or who you're who are made who've made it i always say who made yeah. it in the stream game they they it's not their fault but they don't treat your viewers or your your community well yeah. enough because they really don't have the time to like if you rate someone who has two thousand people and your viewers like hey nice to meet you this is this is also before they had the uh like first time viewer yeah, scenario yeah, yeah like someone would just be like hey what's up and they look over and just like look back and and then like yeah. is your community really gaining anything gaining any value from that's, that person yeah, probably true. not <laughs> yeah i remember that was before the first time viewer thing yeah it's like and that's why and I, and I, I remember a while back when you used to ask me like why do i text and type at the same time and i was probably one of the first people that was doing that because that you would miss people all the time yeah like just be just when your chat just is roaring like you have no idea who's coming in who's coming out like you're like who is that but i absolutely agree man that's actually kind of funny that you mentioned that because it was a time and you know twitch is trying to grow and understand itself as well so yeah. i completely agree that's cool man that's 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 uh that, that that's the process that you kind of share with me so nice mm -hmm. thanks hey, uh, um couple of questions how did you get into fitness how did you get into gaming oh man so <laughs> so those two things kind of coincide i guess like 
it, it kind of encompasses uh, another question you had later on. So I guess I'll just touch upon it a little bit here and then move on. So competition is like the prime driver of my existence. I don't know what it is. I love being competitive and I've been like that since a kid. Um, so like what got me in the gaming was literally the day I played, I think it was um, Killer Instinct on Super <laughs> Nintendo, right? Like this is a killer instinct. This is deep. We're going deep. You asked for this. If you guys don't know killer instinct, you gotta play that game. That's like oh yeah. Like I I would drop jokes from that game all the time. I'd be like combo, but like you'd be really trying to get people all the time, man. Like I love those old sound clips, man. They're the best. Right. The gameplay was the worst, but the sound clips made up for it. Um, yeah, so that I remember I played Super Nintendo. Uh, my first game was was like this pool game I played with my my uh, cousins. But then I bought Killer Instinct at like a, I don't know if it was like a garage sale or one of someone gave it to me. But I was super young, and I remember I was playing with my cousin, and they beat me. And this like not rage, but this undying need to know how to do everything about like to not lose again so i went like this was before internet so i bought the like i, I don't know if they're codexes or magazines but you know like the game shark like yeah. stuff i bought that and then like the internet came out like so from that day like i was always trying to figure out how to be the best at the thing that i'm doing at that time and i guess that would be where my heart of a gamer came because then other games come out, you know, Mortal Kombat. Then you're playing like Pokemon came out around that time and they're <laughs> battling your friends. And, you know, that kind of progressed throughout my, my life into like po- Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Magic. Oh, and there it is. <laughs> so Magic was the, it, it honestly sounds, when I, t- if I was to tell you the story, it sounds like a drug, like, you ever ever watched the movie um oh what was what's the movie i'm trying to think of it there's there's this movie with uh you ever watch step brothers not will ferrell but the other guys um um what is that dude's name oh whoa 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 whoa. why can't i remember it um i I just watched the movie with him too yeah yeah you know this like walk hard i think was the movie Where he's oh. like, dude, he's like, don't take, don't smoke this weed. It's not good. It'll make you happy. And he's like, no, I think I do. So like, <laughs> like, like, like yeah, yeah, that's totally do it. That's how it felt. With like, I was like, oh, let's play Pokemon, guys. Like, it's fun. It's it's enjoyable. You know, like use this energy. And then next thing, it's like, hey, Yu Gi Oh is out, and it's really great. Like, it has a it has a cartoon. We called it a cartoon back then. Yeah. And then I was in a car shop playing in like Yu Gi Oh tournaments, mm-hmm. and. One of my good friends now was like, hey, man, you really like Yu-Gi-Oh? You're pretty good at this. You should try magic. It's better. And I was like, is it? <laughs> is, is it better? Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. But I was young and impressionable. I was, I think my, I was 14 at the time when I started playing magic. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I think I was so, about nine years old when the, when I started the, that, that super hard drug super early on. Oh, you went early? You, you yeah. got into it? Jeez. Yeah. It was um, I don't know. I don't tell the story too much, and I might as well share it with you because I have you here. It was um I 
I uh, I went to one of my, it was my friend's friend's birthday party. <laughs> we were like, this is like when sleepovers were a thing for like oh, yeah. little like little kids. Like I miss the nineties, you know this this early yeah. time. You're saying little kids? I was like thirteen with sleepovers still. Like we roll up on bikes and like <laughs> I hey. still was sleeping over at, at thirteen, yeah. but like it was nine years old and like. I was like an awkward little kid. Like I was just like a little fatty kid that just loved cake and shits and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I wasn't really hanging for reals. And I, I think I was just friendly enough to one person where that friend, he was a lot more friendlier in general. Mm -hmm. So he was like, Hey man, like I'm have this birthday, my friend's birthday party. Like we're all in the same class. And uh, it's like a sleepover. We're going to be there like Friday night, Saturday night or something like that. So we all go to this sleepover, you know, there's like yeah. a bunch of little kids, like probably like less than like uh, seven or eight of us. And, you know, we're all like, we are having spaghetti, some pizza. And then like, you know, it's gifts time <laughs> and everybody gives this kid like magic gathering cards, like literally booster packs, all sorts of crazy, like sink, like I'm sitting there like, you know, here's a GI Joe. Like, here you go. I'm the only yeah. guy who didn't <laughs> give magic cards as a gift. <laughs> yeah. That's right? wild. Right. And then yeah. like, and then you're like, I'm here. Right. And then like, I'm in a room full of kids who are all like opening boosters, like shuffling up cards, slamming things down. Like nobody got sleeves. They're like, yeah, Silverback Gorilla was like, like the card. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like a five mana or for a four, four flavor or whatever yeah like. just vanilla creature <laughs> right i'm like the, it was like this i remember it so clearly because it had a star because it was the champion in my deck it was a star yeah. and had a silver in it and i was like what is this like what did i walk into <laughs> <laughs> yep you got caught you know and then the kids were like no you play terror like the terror was like the, the ish card like oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because it's destroyed target non-black creature, right? <laughs> like that yeah. was, You're that like, was kill your card. I'm like what? Yeah. You know, haste was like off the hook. Like I'm sitting there, like what is going on? Like everyone's speaking like a completely different language, you know. Yeah. And it's like everyone's like into it, and I'm sitting there like I want to be part of this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> And this is where Spence's love for languages came into play. And <laughs> it was so ridiculous. It was, it was a time. It yeah, was a yeah. really wild time. But yeah, that was me. How about fitness? You didn't tell me anything about how you get into that. Oh, so fitness, it was a, a weird scenario. So I always, I always tell the story because to this day, people still are baffled by it and how like <laughs> how rapid my fitness journey started. Um so, like I said, from the time I was eight years old to 14, like freshman in high school, I was just a raw gamer, like never played a sport. Um, I was, you know, playing at this time magic competitively, you know, my first tournament, I was 15, I think. So it was Grand Prix Philadelphia. That was the first. Nice. Yeah. So I was you know, just a hardcore set gamer, like McDonald's every day, Subway, <laughs> Doritos, like, like drinking Mountain, Mountain Dew. Literal, <laughs> if you could put the poster of that kid is a gamer, it was me. I was a little chunky, but not too bad. <clears throat> I got um, along. I literally rolled yeah. along. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, so yes, 
<laughs> so the fitness the fitness realm came like this uh i once again gaming i played halo 3 very competitively my best friend now mo um one summer he challenged me you know so if y'all are ogs of halo someone <laughs> challenged you to a 1v1 like your life depended on that and if you <laughs> lost it was like losing a 40 yard dash like you were the, you were you felt terrible <laughs> so i played him i beat him and i always say like funniest thing like standard like guy story i beat him and sleep over he goes hey you want to come over to my house to hang out and play more games never met him like never interacted with him before this and i was like sure like why not <laughs> like you know like, so roll up play some games and then he says to me hey you ever you play any sports and up to this point no i've never touched a basketball football <laughs> soccer nothing how old were you how old were you like i was 16 so i was oh a, i was a soft my end of my sophomore year like the summer going into junior year nice yeah, never touched anything. So he's like, you should play a sport. You should play soccer. So sure. I'm like, loaded it up. I start, I run track for a, a half a season, junior season. My first year playing soccer was my senior year. No. Yep. So I was on varsity. Um, and that was at the point, like I said, my competitive drive put me into the position of, mm. I need to know everything. And I, you know, researched great soccer players, watch their, their film, watch Cristiano Ronaldo, watch Messi, nice. watch Ronaldinho. And then I was yeah. like, well, how are they so fit? Like, what do they do? Like, like you got to work out, right? You got to be work. You got to work out to be the best. So I started like, I started like thinking about training, but right before then, one of my like other random friends said, Hey, you want to come work out with me in my basement? And I did that for like a couple of weeks just to hang out with them. Yeah. So that's like my true start, but like nice. my passion and love for fitness came, uh, when I was playing soccer and I became really good friends with someone on the football team, you know, how football players take yeah. lifting weights. Yeah. So I just kind of went down that path and I was, I knew to, in order to be the best soccer player I could be, I had to be a good athlete and how you're a great overall athlete is cardio exercise strength <laughs> training mobility and i did all that like yeah. like head down and then as soon as all my like friends kind of fell off after college it was just something that i've i was so in, indulged with already mm -hmm. that i just yeah. kept it going nice. you know no, that's honest man that's actually a really cool story that that we can hopefully there are some people out there who are probably feeling the same way about like wanting to start a sport or trying to find mm -hmm. a balance you're trying to you know they're being the best or wanting to be the best or doing your best are three different things yeah and what's interesting is that you really you know shared a slice of what it means to value something that you want and that you have to pursue and that's one of my favorite words is the word pursue because there's a desire that that you have to have within you like you see the goal you know what it looks like and one of my favorite quotes is, you know, in order for you to get what you want, you have to know what you want. And mm -hmm. it's, it's very interesting because it sounded like when you were much younger, you were very focused and clear. You knew what you wanted. You had a goal. You're like, this is the, this is what I want. This is the top of the mountain. 
yeah. this is what matters to me. This is worth it. And, you know, I really, really do appreciate that story. I really do appreciate your drive there because it, it demonstrates exactly why you do everything you do today. Right. And that's going to continually be what it is for the rest of your life. And it's going to push you. It's going to drive you. It's going to feed you. It's going to uh, reward you. Right. So that's amazing, man. Thanks for that. Oh, that's, that's a part of my life. So when you ask me these questions, I, I feel obligated to answer truthfully, you know, <laughs> like, I feel like everyone wants to, to throw out the, oh, yeah, you know, like, I just wanted to look good in my clothes or something like that's a good thing to have. Like, that's something that you want, like, you know, but for me, just was straight, you know, <laughs> I, I wanted to be the best at this. So I knew this is that's where good. it was at. I love it. What are the, some of the challenges uh, you face to get to where you are? right now what are some challenges hmm. it's it's kind of crazy like some challenges it it depends on where where you call what do you call a challenge you know and, and that's what i always felt was hard because there's no direct correlation between like let's say money is a challenge like i for some people that's not even a, a part of what's challenging they could have no money and still do their best and that's not even a challenge for them and then some people like that could be a thing so it kind of kind of rotates for for me between i guess a few things like i guess the biggest challenge would be support because being a professional gamer and like i've said this since i was in high school it's even as my um my yearbook quote like your future goals or whatever you know it's like <laughs> yeah, to be a yeah. doctor mine's literally says be a pro gamer just straight up <laughs> <laughs> i love it and you know it still gives me like i get goosebumps from that still to this day because people would used to say like that's ridiculous like there's there's no one makes money off that and this was before twitch like this is before oh, yeah. so guys this is before twitch is the thing i was really involved like i'm like right. there's a way to do this and i'm gonna figure it out yeah. So I guess challenges were just like always keeping my eye focused on what my passion was, not letting outside people affect my passion. Nice. And, you know, like, I think that's a hard thing for younger people to do. And I was very, I guess, fortunate to have such a drive to, to not listen to other people, which kind of nice. sounds bad, but no, if, no, no, it's not bad. That's not bad at all. Right. <laughs> I always feel like it sounds bad. Like I, I took no advice. Someone's like, Oh, you shouldn't do this. I'm like, no, I feel like this is what I want to do. And <laughs> that was probably my biggest challenge um, going forward. Like missing some of the things that I could have gone for, but I knew what I wanted and like an opportunity. You think you think you missed out on some opportunities. I probably missed out on a few opportunities. Um, Just like, educational wise like mm -hmm. i didn't do homework that i should have done and i want to count that as a sacrifice but yeah. i also like tr at the age of 14 traveling to a magic tournament that's in philadelphia or like boston you know i'm not yeah. doing homework on these trips like oh, i'm yeah, not yeah, yeah. you know no i'm no not doubt. worried about history what <laughs> my brain is filled with is hey how do i finish this how do i complete this combo yeah. in marvel versus capcom like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know so that was challenging like being a good student was very challenging like listening to and i always blame magic for this so sorry to all my previous employers when i was playing <laughs> magic you know we trade cards sell them to dealers i would make like three four hundred dollars a weekend 
like trading and selling cars. And then I go to try to apply for a job and they tell me I got to make $8 and 50 cents. And I was like, nah, you're crazy. Like I'm not listening. So that was challenging as well. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the wildest thing is that God, I love it. I love the fact that I get to talk to you and you, you can talk to me about this. Like I don't have to make up this story. It's, it's a very difficult lifestyle to, to depict, you know, there's, there's a lot of non-believers, right? When I tell yeah. them, I was like, guys, like, like the, the exact same lifestyle. It's like, I'm going to go travel, play magic all the time. It pays for everything you do in magic recycles itself. Like if you are committed to being a pro magic, the gathering player, like mm-hmm. in your brain, you're all already on the hall of fame. Like, I don't care. I'm on the gravy train. And it's funny because that's a, that's an old word that only, yeah. oh, oh, the only magic that's players old. know. That's <laughs> yeah. like, you're like, dang, like, how do you know that word, right? Like, if you're on the, like, I'm already on the train, guys. Like, don't, don't even, like, I would travel, like, Vegas to be in New York, like, back and forth, all these Grand Prix, all these pro tours, and I was just like, I'm so excited to just, like, mm-hmm. just the day two, right? Like, I just yeah. want to get right here because I know I can profit. Like, the moment, like, I can make the money back for the day, everything else was was cake. Like, you were like, I just, I don't even care if I win or lose anymore. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. I already won. You know? like, <laughs> I, that's why I love the the sealed GPs because <laughs> you, if you did well the first day, you got to draft the, the second day. Yeah. And sometimes like, wow, my draft is terrible. Well, I'm just taking every single rare and selling. I'm just getting a rare draft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like you could. That was the best you could tell. Like right away. Like whoa. Like I didn't open up anything good. Yep. I'm taking all the rares from the next pack, and this is gonna pay for my trip. The, the sealed p- pool I opened obviously was nuts. So you're like all these <laughs> good cards, like, <laughs> so you yeah. just sell them back and pay for your trip. Oh, just pay for the whole trip. I pay for yeah. the hotel. I pay for the room. I pay. I'm like, Hey, what do y'all want to eat? It's on me. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know great. I mean? And that's, it's great that you understand that. Like, that's yeah. God, it was, what a time, you know, what yeah, it a, was time. a wild time. It was great. And I, I liked how you mentioned that when you, when you had the focus, and being a good student is a, it was a challenge. That's actually yeah. fantastic because, you know, I am a teacher with like by profession. So mm-hmm. hearing that as I always tell people to be a good teacher, you have to be a, a bad student, like bad student, great teacher. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then <laughs> that's how that works is because you understand the struggles of what it takes of why, why a bad student would struggle. Like you would get it. You're like, what's yeah. distracting you? Like, how can we make it? where you understand the material better like how do you how can we do that right exactly like and i that's what i think like great bad student great teacher like that's how i've recognized how to do my work better and how you do your work better because you can tell if someone because you're an entrepreneur and working on Mm -hmm. fitness you can see some people struggling with their fitness goals and you're like like what do you need like how can that's why you became this type of coach like that makes sense Right. And then people who are struggling in magic, they're like, why are they having a hard time? You know what I mean? Like, they're like, oh, it's because they're not getting, you know, their timing. They're not getting, you know, when the, when the cast, what to hold, they're not anticipating what they need to do in the next few steps. Like it's just, there's a lot of structure and you recognize this because it takes a lot of losses before you start to win. That's facts. Yeah. I, I want to hold, yeah. From the age of like 15, the, to 19 i didn't day two a single gp and i played for (laughs) three years you know like i played in so many tournaments i almost top eight at a couple but 
Yeah. You know, I was young and that's the thing you make, you make young mistakes. I probably made so many mistakes. Like, and they always say you learn from your mistakes. Like you won't learn from what you did. Right. Like if I won a game, I can't tell you how I won it or like, yeah. even if the way mm-hmm. I won was correct, but if I mess up, I'm, I could be, give you <laughs> to the exact colored mana I spent <laughs> on it. Why I lost that. You it's know? like July, 2007. I, <laughs> I decided to thought seize at three life because <laughs> like, yeah. I thought it was a great idea to see what, <laughs> Oh, he had an Island. Dang. I should have just guessed that. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, you make some egregious errors. Like, all right, my opponent has lightning bolt in their hand. All right. Fetch for a forest. You're like, Oh, wait, what? <laughs> Why'd I just do that? <laughs> like I could have swore. That. Dude, there's this Those story. are the, <laughs> It's like, oh man, there's a story. So I had a friend, I was doing a, a, a live stream like literally three days ago. Yeah. And uh, it's connect, when, when, I, when I turn on my live stream, uh, it, my Twitter announces it like, hey, Spencer streaming, blah, blah, blah. Someone on my, li- on my Twitter, I've been, I had my Twitter for the longest time. Someone got the ping, was like, hey, Spencer's doing this. And then in my live stream, walking around Tokyo, someone is like, dropping these crazy comments i was like oh i'm about to ban this dude this guy's got to go i don't know yeah. what this guy is talking about and then he's like you don't know me like you sure you don't want to get 18 like i 18 you bro and i was like what what is this guy talking about and uh-huh. then he was like i had to think about him like 18 18 18 <laughs> and then i was like holy crap like so may- do you remember valakut <laughs> yep <clears throat> so i play that i played that today <laughs> all right when yeah. valakut was standard right like i think i took a break uh out of magic for like i think like that cycle that cycle when valakut was like the like the the standard the deck. deck right I, and i showed up and then people are like spencer like you can't just show up in magic after like being gone for a long time and i was like watch me i'm gonna play mono red because first of all I'm the red mage that nobody <laughs> loves. Like everyone hates when I show up. Cause they're like, no, nah, Oh God, I got to go. Like, you know, when you see that player walk in, you're like, Oh, I got to go back to the sideboard and put in yeah. my, you know, <laughs> red hate. You know yep. what I mean? So yeah. Like I walk in, they're like, Oh, it's that guy. Right. So I show up. I don't, I have no idea what this card did. People are like, I didn't see it the whole tournament. I'm on the cusp. I'm on the bubble. And it's mm. like, you can remember your matches, right? <laughs> right. I, I was like, all I needed to do, everybody, the whole, you know, like when everyone's watching you, right? The whole damn yeah. tournament, everyone's all watching you. And I'm like, yeah, man, like I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, so uh, what's your life at? Like four. All right, cool. All right. At the end of your turn, I'm going to fetch. I'm at 20, right? I'm a fetch to like just thin out my deck and hopefully like get a lightning bolt, whatever off the top of my library. Right. I had the winning mm-hmm. condition in my hand. I could draw, I had win in my hand. I had win on the table. The dude's at for four or five or whatever. Like all I had to do was untap and like do anything. Right. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, end step. I'm a fetch. And then, and the guy's like, what you're going to, what? I was like, yeah, I'm going to fetch. I'm going to go to 18. And he's like, excuse me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go to 18. He's like, all right. In response, I'm going to, you know, 18 you and i was like excuse what like i had no idea that that's what that deck did oh he scapeshifted yeah, yeah he was like, he? yeah he was like <laughs> in the Valakut. and in the whole tournament was like spencer why did you do that like yeah what are you like, doing you're like <laughs> my man you know what i mean they're like yeah. you had, i had like three searing blazes in my hand i had like whatever on the table it was like turn five like 
all you had to, yeah. all you had to do was untap and it win is. the game. <laughs> <laughs> so that guy showed up and he was like, yeah, man, you want to get in? And then like, it brought back this flood of memories. Where oh, of yeah. course, like, I was like, oh my God, like you never forget how you lose. Never, <laughs> never, 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 never. So yeah. So That's I just funny. needed, I need to share that to you because nobody understands that's, that scape oh. shift into Valakut does that. Yeah. <laughs> you can be straight up winning and then lose. Like you're like, oh. Snap lose. <laughs> uh, uh, what are some advice? How about this? What are, what is some advice that you can give to those who are struggling with fitness goals or gaming goals? It sounds like you had a very yeah. great um, introduction to how you got to where you have. You, yeah. you shared how you've struggled with, you know, being a good student, but that gave you this, the personality you are today, which is building, which is your, your own company, which is yeah. enjoying, enjoying your own hobby. And there are a lot of people who are not fortunate into being in that scenario. Like, you know, people are still learning who they are. They're still learning what they want to do. Mm -hmm. Right. What are, what is some advice for you to give somebody who's, struggling in fitness right, let's start with that one all right well so fitness is i coach people on this on this all the time so fitness is relatively easy but i like to keep things very simple because it, when you make things too complex it just ruins <laughs> it for you it really does uh, as far as fitness i always say just make a goal that you know you're going to stick with just like if you know walking down your block and back is something you would do every day that's a goal make it and then just stick with it nice. some people try to get too advanced they try they <clears throat> my apologies um good they try to get too advanced and they you know see people uh i guess social media kind of ruins it for people it used to be not so bad but now it's a little bit more more hard it's a little bit harder now for people because you see an influencer or someone like myself who's doing all this wild stuff you know running two miles doing push-ups you know doing muscle-ups and you're like i want to do that i'm gonna do that it's like and, it's that it's that fitness life <laughs> yeah and and they don't see the they don't see like you said the incline they don't see yeah. my my iceberg like i started 10 years ago so to get where i am today is a little bit different <clears throat> uh to get where i am today is a little bit different uh so when you're starting out just do a goal or set a goal that is achievable and i always use the term smart uh specific measurable obtainable timely um oh and actually s-m-a-r-t-c i'm a bad student so it's, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. guys i play magic i don't spell that's already written yeah. for me yeah it's uh it's yeah obtainable realistic and timely nice so if you sit down you write out a goal and you're like okay i want to be able to run a mile well how am i going to do that well i'm going to do you know quarter mile a day nice. okay and is that obtainable well i haven't run in you know, 10 years. So that's probably not obtainable. So then you go yeah. back, you start over again. Then once you get to a thing and you're like, oh, okay, like I'll do, you know, a walk around the block a day. And then once I get to that, I can get to this after two months, I'll try to do a quarter mile run. Nice. And then that's how you build. So don't, 
don't try to be like tomorrow i'm waking up i'm running five miles tomorrow i'm waking up and i'm squatting 300 pounds no like be like tomorrow i'm gonna do some squats at my house and my bedroom by myself you know with no one watching Mm -hmm. me then you might venture yourself to a gym where it's like i might ask i might ask a coach for help i might ask a trainer you know i might get some outside help on this so that's that'd be my fitness and keep it simple as simple as possible until you have to be complex i i i completely respect that and on and that's great because it's it's true you know that's absolutely true thanks for sharing that it's it started with you know especially in my in my fitness journey when, when you mentioned that you know you have to set a goal I, I didn't have goals when i first started exercising you know i have goals now that are way more realistic than before and everyone always does that they always want to they always see the top of someone else's iceberg right social yeah. media is huge on this Right. And I remember when, you know, when, when it was CrossFit was like the thing, like, oh yeah. my goodness. When, when did this happen? Like seven years ago when like, yeah. you're like, oh, you have to do your pull up like this with the next thing. I'm like, that looks ridiculous. Like, <laughs> you know, you know, exactly what's up. Do, do you remember that? I know it was exactly. like a spike, you know, it went from like no CrossFit to like, it was the thing to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, yeah, I kind of want to do that. Like, I don't need to lift weights. I could just use calisthenics. Yes. All the time. Sign me up. And, you know, all these other guys were like, totally, it's the thing. And then you you forget that it it took a while to get there. Yeah. You know, and yes, setting realistic goals. Absolutely true. Uh, I, I started doing, I started to do just one, one, like I go start with one and every day I'm going to do one until it gets boring. Right. And I tell people all the time, you just do one. Like if you can't do anything, like just do one, like do one pull up, do one sit up, do one, you know, push up, just do one. Right. And then tomorrow, if you can do more than one, do it. But if you can't just do one. Right. And Mm -hmm. then it's going to get boring and then do two. And after (laughs) two, do three. Like this is exactly what I did. Right. And I restarted my my exercise goals at the beginning of this of this year, March 2021. I couldn't do a hey. single pull up. March 2021. This this year, I couldn't this do a year. single one. Okay. This year, right. Yep. As of yeah, as of this week, I'm pulling 15. Just straight up 15. 15 pull-ups? Straight up 15 pull ups. Right. Ooh. And that's, that's it's amazing. Like I I was like I've never passed like 12 like my whole life. And it's been amazing where I was like, wow, like all I did was exactly what I said. I'm just going to pull one, just going to pull one, pull one, pull one, and then pull two, pull two, pull two. And then now it's like, I'm getting to like 14, 15. Then I'm like, people are like, damn, you can hella do pull-ups, you know? Cause you know, everyone's like, you know, you're hogging the bar yeah. a little longer than usual. <laughs> and then I was like, guys, like, don't be impressed. Like I literally just added one, <laughs> like yeah. from like two weeks ago. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's a prime example. We just said the they see your your ice, the tip of your iceberg right there. Like, they're like, wow, you can do hella pull ups. Like, and in their head, they're like, you can do that forever since you were doing this. They don't see, yeah, you do the one forever. That's awesome. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I've been just doing one, and then now I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start doing this on Instagram where I'm gonna like, I've never done a hundred sit ups in a row, right? Okay. Like, I've always like, I've always seen those videos or like. And it's old ones. It's it's like Muhammad Ali, like just doing sit-ups. And I'm like, man, the dude's just like, and you know, like the like back in the day in these old black and white clips, he's all talking to you. He's like, 
yeah, like, so we're going to go to the store and get, get some hot dogs. And like, <laughs> like, it's like my favorite. I love these heavyweight champs that are just, God, yeah. it was a classic time. Right? They're having a conversation with you and they're all like, yeah, yeah, no doubt. And I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I want to do yeah. Like, how do you do a thousand sit-ups? It's crazy, right? You know, and I've never done a hundred straight. So that's why I, my goal is to hit a hundred straight. So like, as of last week, I hit 60. Right. And I'm just adding one. Hey, right? that's what you got to do. Just keep rocking with it. <laughs> you know, that's fire. It's going to be like 61 tonight. I'm trying for 61. <laughs> <laughs> when you hit the hundred, you got to, you got to message me and be like, I did it. So I'll, I can be just be. ecstatic. <laughs> You're going to be like, you did it. I'm, like, I'm putting it on Instagram just to like, now that like I'm passing a threshold, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to start like trying to inspire people who just yeah. say, Spencer, like, I, I can't do that. I can't do it. I'm like, guys, like, I started at one sit up and then tomorrow, the next day I did two. <laughs> like, oh, wow. You know what I mean? So it's <laughs> yeah. like, this was literally, and then there are times where I couldn't pass the number, right? Mm -hmm. Like it was like 50, like, I think it was like around like the mid forties where I was like, you know, I shouldn't have eaten that Big Mac. Like I should have, <laughs> 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 I was like, that was totally my bad guys. Like, oh man, like, I guess we're just going to run it back tomorrow. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to try this again. You know? That's funny. But you know what I'm talking about? Some goals for your competition. What are some, what's some advice for those who are competing, those in gaming, especially now, especially from your perspective as yeah. being before Twitch, you know, before, you know, in that time where you're like, had to show up. I think those mm -hmm. were the times gamers were like super gritty, you know? Yeah. And I'm not saying that that gaming doesn't have strong, the strength of gamers aren't, are, is, is bad or worse. I'm just saying that, because of ease of access, you know, yeah. anyone can kind of be a gamer at this time. The definition of gamer is, is, has kind of fluxed a little bit, you know, it's very yeah. flexible. And I think that the, the, what we see as being competitive and what it is as of 2021 going into 2022 is a different beast. So what are yeah. some goals? What is some advice you can give for those who are struggling in, in this scene? Um, all right. So I live by three, by three rules. And if you ever watch my stream, it's very apparent. Um, so my number one word of advice is you're wrong. Just, just what when you're playing your game and the reason why people never get better or they, they never progress is because they believe that what they did wasn't wrong. And they believe that they blame it on something like luck or, oh, I drew too many lands or, oh, I missed my input or you're lucky the game lag. No, like you did something. The game was a, a grouping of micro decisions that you mishandled. And until you believe <laughs> that you're wrong and that you, you are the reason why you lost, not something else, you can never get better. And if you watch my stream when I'm playing, like I'll lose a game and be like, what did I do? Like, did I, like, did I, should I have attacked on turn three? Like, did I not, have, should I bluff the attack? Like, should I, I, would that have changed anything? And it was like, I could have drawn nine lands in a row. And <clears throat> this is a prime example. I'll, I'll drop this from a recent GP in uh, New Jersey. I played in, it was sealed format. Um, my girlfriend was with me at the time. She was, you know, watching behind me and I'm playing in this game and I'm playing a red, white, uh it was like i think heroic deck. I, it's not heroic it might be heroic it was the theros <laughs> beyond death so it was the okay. like spells deck 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, with the creatures. And <laughs> that, that's a wild red, one, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm red, I'm red, white, right? My hand has four red cards in it, and I have three planes in play. I've played one creature spell, and I have a stone face. I'm like, all right, I gotta think how I'm gonna win this game. Um, so my girlfriend had to leave and she comes back, she goes, and I end up winning that game. And she's like, I had to leave because I was getting frustrated because you kept just drawing planes and you had all these red cards. And I felt like I was going to let your opponent know that you were drawing bad. And I go, and if I was to lose that game, right. Yeah. In my head, I would be like, maybe I should have held my creature longer. So like, even in scenarios like that, like you, you have to think back to like, even when things are going terribly wrong for you. So that would be moving to my second point. You have to always think about how to win, not how like i guess so there's an old saying it's like don't it's play to win not play to not lose which yeah. kind of sounds weird you've probably heard that statement yeah, before yeah, right yeah. and i always try to tell people that as well that's my second word of advice it's if you're losing don't try to dwell on how you're losing try to think of what you need to do if anything to win and play or work towards that scenario and that goes across all types of games like if you're at one health and a and a fighter don't think like man i should just sit here and block because i don't want to die be like well if i land this combo and i deal 50 damage (laughs) and then they miss their block and i do another 50 damage you won yeah like don't think like (laughs) i you know so it it, that's my that's my second form of advice because (laughs) <laughs> it's it's hard to overlook those things when you're yeah. at the highest level yeah that, yeah that's great i love it i that's that that's a great uh that's a great share i it, it reminds me of this uh this tournament i was watching i don't even remember this game it was these two guys they were like it was like spaceships and um and they were like shooting rocks and stuff and they're trying to shoot each other and avoiding it and then the guy was like shooting the guy was like at one health just exactly what you said and his ship was yeah. on fire like smoke's coming out like it's the animation right yeah. and the dude was like everyone was like this guy's about to lose like the audience was like, this guy's about to lose and the guy was just like calm like the guy was stone faced. it was just like it was yeah. cool he was like he knew what he had to do he was like he knew how what he had to do and he just ended up coming up on top and like winning the guy everybody was like oh like it was a thing right and then yeah. like you know in post-game interviews like you know how did you like weren't you afraid and he said you know what what, what did you do to overcome this and he was like just because your ship is smoking doesn't mean you're you know you're dead yeah you know what i mean like that's true <laughs> it was like we on fire but we bossed to win like <laughs> you haven't lost till you lost you know, <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and I guess my third like and final piece of advice that I always tell anyone who's being who's competitive you have to have a strong belief in yourself you have to believe that if you're going to compete that you're competing for the high like whatever it is if you're competing you can't doubt yourself because then you just lost like you're going to lose and the overarching thing of competition is if you don't like it you need to know when to bet to not do it nice and that's kind of my last thing my last word of advice for anything gaming or competition related like some people will do things because they've done it for so long but sometimes if you're not doing if if you're not enjoying it you need to step away and 
that's kind of what drives me. Like, that's why I feel like I'm a little bit lucky because competition never goes away. Like to be competitive is always going to be there. So I'll always have a drive to do it. Like, that's what I find enjoyable. But if something becomes like, no offense to the commander players, but like, I don't like (laughs) commander for that reason. Like it's not fun to me because you're playing for a different purpose. It's not competitive. Yeah. So like, those, those were my that's my advice to to the uh the gamers out there i'll just recap it one think about how you could have won a game than the mistakes you made not luck or anything else outside of your control two always look for a way to win nice. don't don't accept defeat and three believe in yourself and be self-aware yes nice. those would be my three it's good. That's really, really good. I I just want to get to folk who are still struggling to find their way in, in gaming or or they just can't win, you know, or they feel like they can't win, right? Because we've been there, you know, mm-hmm. we've totally been there. You know, I just came to a point where like I, I I tell everybody all the time, I was like, when it comes to competition, you know, I was like, hey, I had that time. It was good. And then now the way I see it, it's like the competitive brain is still there, but now I'm just playing for fun. Like I'd rather play for fun because that's what I enjoy. Yeah, I enjoy it more now than the competitive scene. And it's kind of difficult doing it because of the times, but you know, it's, it's true. If you don't enjoy it, you have to step away. You know, I really like your, your share. That's a really good one. And I'm going to make sure I clip that. Yeah. (laughs) Please do. Please do. (laughs) What sacrifices have you made my man to continue to build this business in both fitness and in your gaming and in competition huh? what does your legacy look like um so i always i i don't like this question usually because i don't <laughs> think i ever it's funny i don't think i ever make a sacrifice a day in my life and I, i'll say that to this day it's like i read that question i hear that question and to me that implies that i've given something else up in order to make this happen mm-hmm. and to me if i didn't if I wanted to do that, I would have, I'm doing the thing I want to do. So I never really like my, I, you know, my friends like to go out and party and, and, you know, go out to the bars. I never liked that. You know, my friends really like, but we still hung out. Like my friends really like to, you know, read books. Like I don't like to read like that, (laughs) but I like to watch videos, you know? So like certain, like certain things, like I never really like had to go without one thing to make a dream come true like it it just kind of was was like what i did you know like i liked it i enjoyed the stuff and the things that that i i have i guess like if i was to say like a sacrifice or something that i think like i kind of go without is spending like times with my partner my girlfriend and um my family like going on a trip on a weekend when she has to like work yeah, that's that's like not a sacrifice, but it kind of is. Like that's time that I don't get to spend with with her. So yeah, you know that's like something that I put that I keep. You know, but she also like supports me and and encourages me to do these things. So it's yeah. it doesn't like then it doesn't feel like a sacrifice because like she's she wants me to achieve my dream and passion as well. Okay, okay. How about so, this? Like, How about this? <laughs> so it, it it's true. It's like it's like these questions. I I try to dive deep. You know, it's funny because I, every time I, I have a little, everyone I've been working with doing this podcast or interviews, you know, I, I have a question where they're like, 
they don't know how to answer it because they're like, no one's ever asked me before. Every time I think about it, I don't know how to answer it very well. And I was like, it's true. It's okay. And that's the whole point is to push you. Right. That's yeah. what I'm here. That's, that's, I'm a teacher. It's what I do. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's, how about this? Let's, let, let's, let's, let's uh, bonus question. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go with the idea of sacrifice. Let's see it now. How about we know what it takes to be a winner, right? Yeah. You know what it looks like. So what sacrifices would you make to get that gold medal, to get that like first place finish, right? Because until you win that, right? Yeah. There was always a barrier that you have to overcome, right? Mm -hmm. There's no doubt. Like every champion has said something to her, like, I had to do this in order for me to get the ring. Get there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's so true. Right. So what, what would that be? What would that be that one day where you're like, my man, like it's going to separate you from second to first, like that's going to be that day. And it's okay. going to be a sacrifice. Oh man. If I was going to keep it real, it would be removing like, all right. So it's funny that you brought this up because now, now that you said that it's, it's, uh, it's something I said literally yesterday. Cause the UFC. So I watch what's today, Monday, same Monday. Yeah. Sunday. Monday. Yeah. Um, so on Saturday, there was a UFC fights uh, and I'm a big UFC fan. Nice. Um, but the issue was the, the main card doesn't start till 10 PM finishes about one o'clock. And then I had a tournament the next day and I was like, Oh, like I can like watch this. And at the end of the day, I, like the next day, I didn't do the greatest in the tournament. I still did okay, but I didn't do very well. And I was like, I can't watch these things anymore. Like, if I have something going on the next day, I have to just be a hundred percent dedicated, whether, whether it's the biggest fight of the year or not. Like if I want success the next day, I have to make sure I give myself the best possibility to do that. And I think we had the, you asked this question before, um, or you have it think coming up, but uh, that's like with how I got fitness in the gaming and why I believe that as a overall arching concept, I believe that like my health and my fitness are a big part of me winning games and yeah. sleep is a big part of that too. And that would be my sacrifice, I guess, removing any other non, I guess it would be non life altering scenario. Like watching a football game doesn't impact my life at all, but me not sleeping because I want to watch the football game has huge implement, like has a huge impact on my, my, my success the next day. So like those things in those scenarios, I have to kind of that literally cut out anything that doesn't pertain to success of the, the goal. That's beautiful, man. That's interesting because uh, that reminds me of, um, I remember, I remember, I'm sorry if I'm sharing so many stories with you. It just feels good yeah, to, run it. To, to talk to someone who like literally played magic the same way I did. Like it's, 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 it's few and far between now. Right. Yeah. And uh, I remember the, the first day when my friend got a job out of college, right. He got his first job out of college and I was still, I was graduating the following year and uh, you know, we still had our magic cards. And I remember we were like, we can finally, you know, we, we were sharing every, you know, when you're young, you're always sharing a pool of cards with your friends. Mm -hmm. and uh, we're all playing like similar decks so i'm gonna play aggro he's gonna play cooker, whatever but i remember the day he was like i'm going to I'm like hey let's we're gonna go to salt lake city for the gp 
let's all, you know, hop in the car and ride up there together like we always do. And he's mm-hmm. like, this time, he's like, no, this time I'm going to take a plane. I'm just going to fly there. And then all of us were like, what? He was like, guys, yeah. like I can afford it. You know, it's like a hundred dollar tickets, whatever, you know, instead of spending like 25 bucks on gas and sitting there for like 10 hours, he's like, I'm just going to take a plane ride. And then he, you know, when he arrived, like he got there at a different time than us. He was just like way refreshed, you know, yeah. and like you could see it and he visibly like felt more comfortable right like he was like talking mm-hmm. to us he was like yeah like he was like way more relaxed all of us were like so jammed in the car i'm sure you know exactly what i'm talking about oh, we're like yeah, <laughs> you're six deep in the four door like <laughs> yeah you know you're all like talking smack over the radio and like everyone's like it's like a, if you can record these moments they would have been like the most phenomenal conversations about magic the gathering where you're like on the road and everyone's like talking about like that card's dumb it's never gonna get good blah 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 but and 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 I remember the moment he he was like, I'm glad I didn't do this. And I was like, why? He was like, because every time I'm in the car with all of y'all, <laughs> it yeah. was like, y'all convinced me not to play the deck that I was going to run. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. like, I tested, you know, exactly. What, or, or not I, to run yeah. that card that you're mm-hmm. right. Cause it's like, you're in a car for like, he's like, I, I remember for like years, we'd be testing a deck. Like, we'd be mm-hmm. testing it throughout the, every tournament, test, 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 test. And then we're in the car on the way up. And then you're like, why are you going to play that deck? That's so dumb. And you're like, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. And then you switch it up in the last minute. You switch up cards and then you you do ultimately horrible, mm-hmm. right? And then you're like, yeah. what did I do wrong? You start blaming the opponents versus like, I remember this trip exactly. He was like, yeah. I'm going to stick with it because I know exactly what I did. And then he like, day two, it was the first time. Like, we were like, oh, dang, like he felt so good that he didn't write with us. It's like, <laughs> It was that's, the thing. <laughs> that like hurts you as like a group because like damn like am i really the reason why this person ain't doing well like <laughs> right yeah. it was a time and i'm sh- and i love that you get all of these pieces of this story oh for sure i mean every tournament we used to do that we just like call each other up like hey there's a tournament coming this upcoming weekend like do you want to go and you just be like yeah i'm in i mean half of the tournaments i joined was a call the day before from one of my friends like hey because i was like i said i was super young like hey d we got like an extra spot in the car like you want to like drive there with me and i'm like sure like let's go like we out yeah (laughs) so and yeah you're like four you five people in a small ass car like hot you never had ac your car never had ac for some reason you just had those roll crank windows and stuff. You just yep. die. And I was always a small, so I had to sit in the middle. So it's like <laughs> I was I was hot regardless. Like just, oh, everyone's man. just talking smack about their deck. Why are you playing that deck? Or where, where are we going? How much yeah. is it? Yeah, oh, man. But yeah, I I know exactly what you mean. That that your fitness, your health, that all matters. You know, mm-hmm. even the, being relaxed you know, on the way up there, on the way to the tournament, you know, having a good night's rest, that stuff yeah. really matters, you know? Well, that's what I was going to say. I was like, so like shameless uh, gaming, so shameless business plug. I originally started my, my fitness business because of gamers didn't get enough, you know, exercise. I, I truly believe that just like any form of like esport or thing of that nature, uh, like think of like the NBA, like LeBron James goes to the gym. He works out. He wants to perform at his best. Kind of took that from like soccer and stuff. And I 
when I started playing magic, like you said, the being rested, like getting a good night's sleep. Like I always thought that an eternal battle, if you're a little bit more out of shape, you know, you're dealing with health issues at a GP, that's like a marathon, right? Like, so when you're sitting at a GP and you're, you know, you're having trouble breathing, you're shorter breath, you're not getting like enough oxygen, you're hungry, you didn't eat the right stuff. And how are you supposed to play 10 rounds and by like the sixth round, be your best? You're probably not like some, something's going to give, you're going to make a misplay. You're going to be like, why did I fetch right there? And if, and it usually all comes down to, yeah, you're a little bit more tired. You're a little hungrier. You're kind of out of shape maybe. So your, your posture is bad. You're not looking at the cards. Well, you don't feel refreshed. You don't feel energized and like, boom, then you never make a day two or boom. You like keep punting the same game by the, you feel like, I'm sure you've done this before, like rounds one through three, you're like on top of the world. And then like, as the games go on, you're like, man, I'm kind of, I'm feeling this right now. And then boom, like you're out of the tournament. You make a, a crucial misplay. And, and I definitely, I definitely feel that. I feel like fitness is, is going to be a leading contributing factor to your success in all types of games. Oh, that's good, man. Thanks. I, I, I'm valuing more of exercise and fitness. Yeah. It's starting to be a really big part of, you know, not just competition, but like it's living well. And mm-hmm. when you do live well, and yes, these ma- these magic marathons, people just don't understand. Like, it is, it was like the pinnacle, right? You were there, like that. That like, you don't really realize how much of a grind that is until you do it, right? Because people don't yeah. see it. Like people always think that these magic tournaments are just like, you know, they you always see a still picture, right? Or yeah. you always see like for the longest time, right? Like it was always like wizards of the coast like click 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 go to the the tournament page right Mm -hmm. this was a long time ago you you know you had to like dig through the website a little bit yeah yeah (laughs) versus like now it's like you click it's like straight the front page but like i remember back in the day you had to click around to get to the tournament page the competitive page yeah it was hidden yeah right i was like man like what a time and then people would just like naturally assume it's just like oh you're just playing cards and you're yeah. like, my man, like you're sitting in this chair, meeting someone you've never met before, hoping. And then you're like in these little like like a spot with around like hundreds of people. Right. For <laughs> hours, like uh, literally hours, like you don't even know if the sun is out anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and, and you know, you're all all you're thinking about is the next game. All you're thinking about is like, I don't want to make a, make a mistake. Are you just like hungry, tired, sleepy, whatever? It all comes to you. You know, and those little moments of like being a champion, being a winner, right? Like it's all right there. Round eight, round nine, when you're like, I, I got these breakers. I had a draw. Like, homie, if this dude loses his match, I have a chance. If I just 2-0, right? Like, like it yeah. all, it's all these like little micro decisions that like you can't, you, you have to be very aware of, you know, when you, when yeah. you, especially when you said being self-aware. So that's very, that's. You gotta, you gotta be in it. You have to be in it in order for you to to perform at your best. You need to rest at your best as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you need to exercise your best as well. So that's a good share, man. Thanks. No, no problem. Man. How about this last part here? What are some of your ideas for the future? What are some ideas for the future of fitness, gaming, and competition? And I remember we talked a little bit 
about trying to create something, but let's start with some of your ideas first. All right. Well, I can't give too much of them away. So I know, I know your fan base is, is vast. I ain't trying to have all these things scoop, but no, um, I, I believe in my, my ideas for the future of fitness. Um, I think fitness is going to become something that is, I mean, with the pandemic and everything is going to be another, another forefront for human health. Um, it already had that happen before, you know, there was a big surge and like drink milk, nutrition was a big thing, you know, it came out with all these like guidelines and it was a, it was a step forward for people trying to understand and realize that your human body, if you take care of it, can help you fight infectious diseases, make you live longer, have better health. You know, why that's why humans are living to, you know, with medicine and other forms of things, but exercise, diet, and nutrition are all a key contributing factor to why people are living longer. And as far as that, like, I think in the form of fitness is going to move into realms where now with technology, like we were talking about gaming is a lot different than it used to be. It's going to move into not like a video game where you exercise format. Cause I've had that told, I think it's going to be a part of what makes you know, that 13, 14 year old kid who's winning a million dollars at Fortnite turns him into being a 15, 16, 17 year old kid still winning millions of dollars at Fortnite. Why when someone is doing well at their e-sport, it's going to change it into like a real e-sport. And Mm. I, I want to be kind of the founder of that. I want to be the first, I want to be the person who has the gym inside of the land party where it's like, yeah, you're going to do your, your workout before you go play eight hours, you know, like that's what you need to do. You're going to take a break at this time to go eat, you know, like you, we're not drinking sodas and crunching Doritos. Like they're huge sponsors, but like, I want sponsors to be like, like, I mean, I see hello fresh now, but I want sponsors to be like, you know, health, the health, sponsors, health food, yeah. like health sponsors. I want like life water and stuff to be yeah. the thing, you know, I don't want G fuel anymore. I want like green tea leaf coffee and smoothie yeah. blends. Like that's yeah. what I like, want. Like the fruits. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool, man. Yeah, it's like fruits for gamers. Like, how do you eat this? Like, how that would actually be a cool idea. Well, look at you putting a gym in the center. Like, think about it. Like, it, think of like a really big square, like a rectangle, right? And all yeah. around it would be like the the uh, screens, the TVs and stuff. But in the center is a gym. So, like, if someone was like streaming like this, and behind them they could see like a bunch of like you know squat machines and all sorts yeah. of stuff, right? You know, and yeah. everything would be like green. Like it would be like all green, so you could like turn on the green screen and all go, kind of go away. But like, you would, you would naturally have like this background of like people who are exercising, and you're yeah. like, man, like, what is going on back there, guys? Or like, guys, like this is the, uh, the active gamer fitness uh, land gym. Yeah. And what? <laughs> like, this is this is active gamer fitness land. Welcome <laughs> like, what is this? Like, it's like it's yeah. like a twofer. Like you can't have game time without exercise time like it's yeah no i i believe that in five to ten years it will be it will become you know since there's so much more i i believe things follow money like in world of entrepreneurship you know and you know before like in our in our age yeah you there weren't kids you know there was no tsm 
There was no faker <laughs> making $250,000 when in a tournament. There was no, you know, like streamer ninja making $5 million yeah. from his opportunities. And when that becomes such a like an important part, like I think back to old baseball players, they used to work full-time jobs and then get done smoking cigars and drinking beers and go play baseball. And now you have people like Derek Jeter who literally trained, you know, five, six hours a day. Yeah. And in the years past when there was no money and it's like, yeah, who's going to put that time and effort into it. And I think that's kind of how the world will will move once gaming becomes it's accepted a little bit now but like in our time yeah we get made fun of it's like hey i want to be a, a gamer they're like pro gamer you, yeah. you're a loser <laughs> like, yeah, like you are like, literally a scrub yeah like what what are you talking about you can't that's not a job and yeah. now now kids are like hey i i have three homes and they're like how'd you pay for that well i stream monday through friday for eight hours a day like that's yeah. it like that's i have it. i have twenty thousand subs like yeah yeah, crazy yeah it's like wow like it's insane it's it's it's, it's a wild time it's a wild time mm-hmm. and you know i i uh i've been in this game for a long time and just like you you you've seen the struggles of how to get to you know the goals that you want and you know sometimes it just seems impossible you know the top baiting just seems impossible once in a while especially yeah. when you see other people like oh how you got so lucky or i got i didn't get lucky or whatever right mm-hmm. your time is coming right your time is coming and i think that when we look at the future of gaming i think one of my ideas to kind of like piggyback on one of yours it's like you know this huge boom of everything is going to be on the internet everything's going to have more control with computers and I, i've been noticing this huge trend with like nfts you know, what if magic yeah. starts becoming NFTs, right? Like there are people are making like these digital worlds where they're like, you're like a sim, right? You're like a sim inside a, inside a world. And then in there, you could be playing magic. Like there's so much um, about the, the industry that the gaming community is not even ready for. But I have a feeling that the gaming community is going to be the pioneer to the or like yeah. the gateway to what com- competition is going to be what the future of game is going to be right like mm-hmm. when this part starts to become normalized or become very normal for example uh digital gaming and conversations over the internet were so normal for gamers right like what we're doing right now on zoom is totally normal right yeah but to a many of like my family members who started to use the internet and FaceTime and video chat, they're like, what is the button? Where do I go? What do I do? Like, how do I record stuff? Like, I don't get, where's the camera? What are the lights? So many questions versus the gamers were like, we were already here. Like this was not even, this was not even difficult. So I feel that that same trend will move into the future when it comes to gaming, when it comes to building, especially games, how games are going to look like. You know, and then Magic the Gathering just came out with Alchemy because they're using their own technology to fix things, right? To demonstrate that they are paying attention, right? Yeah. They're like, hey, let's use the existing technology. And I, I, I was kind of, I was kind of like taken back. Like, I, I wouldn't say impressed because I was like, you know, you guys recognize you messed up, <laughs> like, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? But you guys are doing something over there. Like, there's not like you guys aren't just twiddling and just like seeing how you could screw us over 
again but you guys are willing to try new things and it's a digital way of expressing themselves so yeah. i was like look at that this can become its own thing who knows uh, i i agree with you on that it's funny because i was just watching i watched like three youtube videos this morning while i was eating breakfast about nfts because i like i need to kind of learn about these um but yeah i think like i guess we can use magic for an example it's a it's a once paper card game but i think that digit like making something digital becomes a, a way like a gift and a curse at the same time like how many times or how many stories as an old player did you hear about how someone cheated yeah you know like yeah like i bet there's so i bet there's so many more stories of how someone cheated than there than there are about how someone did it you know yeah. like the, how many stories have you had where you drove you know 10 hours to a tournament and you forgot your deck box with your deck at home like you put it on the kitchen table because you were like cleaning out your bag to like add some new things and then you're like i don't have my cards like that stuff doesn't exist anymore. Like if you showed up to an all digital tournament, you just open up your account and your stuff is there. Like how many stories have you heard of the scramble at dealers tables trying to find cards? Like it's literally every time. Yeah. You know, like you'll hear these stories. Like if you're a gamer, like even other, like even random games, like, like any non-digital game, it's like, wow, I forgot like my dot, my dice. Like I don't, I don't have what, what hey, you I got need. A pen? Like, you got a pen. Yeah. I, can I use some of this paper? <laughs> yeah and you know it's like hey wait like you, i hit you for 15 like you you said you said you it's 13 you're like oh no it's 15 it's like well how are you going to prove that and now like these things don't exist anymore and like you Human don't get error. a yeah and that's that helps out i think the the like i want to say like not continuity of a game but like the integrity mm -hmm. because when now would i sit across the table from someone i don't have to like that's another hard thing like i don't have to be like eyeing them like are you like pulling extra cards like why are your lands so like touched together like what are you doing with your hand like every time i look away you're touching the top of your deck like that's weird man like you know <laughs> <laughs> like you know and like and that's that's a big shout out to old people like they would knock on the top of their deck to like get lucky like oh, that's a heart of the card <laughs> yeah but, you know like this stuff doesn't exist anymore and like the newer players don't don't understand that like it's it's weird for them so if they go to play paper they're like wait a minute like what's going on like i i don't like i gotta keep track of this trigger like i gotta keep track of this number and it's like yeah like this yeah. is hard <laughs> i love i love that you're like no for real dude there are so many times i play with like what I, I like I have a I have a bunch of like small little decks I play with people once in a while, yeah. and then for reals because you know I love I love you know aggro decks and people don't really know how fierce you get like I, with my personality you could see how like I'll be like yeah. combat <laughs> like they like, like what and I'm like red zone and then like uh, right because like oh. I traveled the world playing Magic and people yeah. don't you know you don't you don't like you're sitting with someone who doesn't speak english or doesn't speak your language or yeah. like and i always tell them my favorite thing about magic the gathering my absolute favorite thing is that no matter what country you're in no matter what language people speak everybody understand the zone sideways yeah. <laughs> you turn you turn <laughs> yo I, we are the same human literally there's a running joke in my like magic group on my magic team when i played here and they were like 
Dion just likes to turn cards sideways. Like, that's <laughs> that's all I'd be like, heck, <laughs> like, <laughs> like combat, like combat. They're like, what? I'm like combat. I'm I'm entering combat. Like combat I'm attacking now. You. <laughs> I was like, they're like me as a planeswalker. You. <laughs> I was like, yeah. stop this attack nonsense. <laughs> red yeah. zone, red zone, attack step, red zone. They're like, oh dang! Like, I love, it. especially here in Japan, it's hilarious because everyone plays. I, I I make this joke all the time that every single Japanese player plays these blue X control deck. It's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like you're. This is a thirty minute game, guys. We have forty minutes of match. Like, please, <laughs> <laughs> like, please. This is geek. Like what game are you guys on? It's still game one. I'm like, I'm put, you're playing red. I was like, I'm not, I ain't playing red. He's not. <laughs> I've been, I'm done playing. They're playing. <laughs> I'm watching them. Oh, you know, man. like really, man, you're gonna flashback thing twice in the same step. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, my heart. My heart goes out to you. My man, what? So yeah, <laughs> but yes. Um, thanks for that. It's, I remember you, you saying you forgot this thing, dude, one more story. Last one, last one. I had to share this. Like, (laughs) I remember it was, um, do you remember that time when zoo, right? Zoo and extent zoo and extended or modern. I don't think it was modern yet. It was was extended. It was still extended. It was the last time zoo was considered like good and everyone forgot about it because it fell off the map when thoughtsies came out. Because Zoo was ridiculous and had like the biggest toolbox ever. And oh. I was like, first of all, I, I told everybody, Wild Nacatl is the littest card ever. That card was the bomb. <laughs> like, yeah. Right? It's Wild Nacatl is awesome, followed by Tarmogoyf and um, Curdate, Turdate. Oh, man, that, that deck yeah. was fire, right? And then yeah. I remember going into, like, going to this tournament, everyone's making fun of me. Because this is when you would, like, I had four thought seasons in the board. Right. Mm-hmm. So you would literally lightning axe yourself, right? You would go, yeah, turn one, I minus five thought mm-hmm. sees you, right? Yeah. <laughs> because you're like, what especially you just did five damage to yourself. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Do you remember yeah, this time? <laughs> oh, well, because it's funny because I actually played Doran Rock back then against oh, nice. the Doran the Siege Tower and, yeah, yeah, and the like 05, Dark Hopna. Yeah. Yeah, I played. I that's my favorite card. You are of all so time. greedy. You are so greedy, my dude. Oh, I played. I played. I played Thought Seize too. You, know, you trust me? The amount of times turn one fetch shot Godless Shrine Thought Seize you did <laughs> so it I'm, all. Oh, 16 Thought Seize you. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> or like fetch. Like you would, mm-hmm. you'd go to 15 all the time. Yeah. 100 all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, fetch uh, 19. I, I just love old magic where you're like, you get, you see the both plays are like, all right, uh, mm-hmm. land crack thoughtsies, and the both players like subtracting, subtracting, subtracting. <laughs> yeah. So, like, because that was like our history. Remember, like, you would be like, okay, I lost life here, so that was that turn. I lost life here, that was that turn. Yeah. Um, and I remember doing this, and I went, everyone told me not to play zoo. They were like, don't play it. Everyone has a sideboard for it. I was X and O. It was nuts. I think I was like yeah. literally like seven and O. And I'm like, about the top eight, it was unreal. I go, my uh, I'm like, I, I think I had like a goif, and my opponent like just untaps sl- like a turn five. He goes, Baneslayer Angel, and I'm I'm sitting there with like, like a goif and like no, like and a what is a death mark in my hand because I had yeah. this running joke. I told Baneslayer, 
fifty dollars. Death mark fifty cents. Yes, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. Death so mark then 50. I had one death mark in my hand. I had a goy fun play. Like everyone's like, Spencer's about to win this game. Everyone's watching me. It was sick. I'm like the guy. He's like sweating bullets. He's like, ah, this dude probably has it. Stop, Bane Slayer, go. And I'm like, hell yeah, watch this, right? I go end step, crack, search for my uh, swamp. <laughs> looking, looking, looking. Where do... Um, guys, uh, I have every basic, non-basic land in here except a swamp. I didn't have uh-huh. it in my deck no. at all. I did not have it. Right. So I cracked, yeah. I fetched for fail to find. Remember that fun word? Yeah. And everyone's looking at me like, what happened? Like, Spencer, you won. Like, you have death marked. This guy's boss to lose. It's over. And I'm like, go. <laughs> like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yes. I was like, uh, and my everyone's like, standing on, like, you have death mark in the hand, you fetch for nothing. And then, yeah. you know, Bane Slayer just takes, go to, goes to work in like three turns. And then I'm like, you know, I'm like, uh, wow. Like I, and, and that would have never happened in the digital age. Yeah. That would have never happened. You know, yes. that would not ever happened forever. And I'm, and I sit here remembering getting 18 by Valakut. Yeah. I'm sitting here thinking, you know, uh, cause I would have, or I'm sitting here thinking about this, this forgetting my swamp, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Like magic has definitely changed getting into arena and, yeah. You know, the competitive scene is still going to be, you know, an ever challenging format. And maybe in the future, everyone's going to have tablets no longer playing with paper. (laughs) And I think it makes it more accessible because there is a definite gate. Like that was like, I guess one of the things where before it was like a challenge that could be a thing. Like when I was 14, I was fortunate to have a bunch of friends who were older than me, who played a lot of magic and had a lot of cards. But if I don't have the money for you know a $100 termogoyf i'm probably not playing the zoo deck you know like yeah. i'm probably not playing those decks um but you know i definitely agree and i i because you said zoo i want to share the story with you as well because this <laughs> might make you feel better it's a bad beat story as well so we always gotta <laughs> throw these in there so i was playing the doran rock deck and i had a phenomenal zoo matchup because all my creatures are just bigger than better yeah, yeah they're, they're just, just huge <laughs> and i had vindicate which if anyone doesn't Aww. know vindicate it's one a black and a white destroy anything. target permanent just anything <laughs> so my deck was like geared to winning this matchup and i was playing for top eight i was x and i was x and one so i just needed to win this and i was in bubble you're in the bubble yeah i was in the bubble <laughs> and i and it was game three i look at my hand i'm like oh my god i have this one because zoo didn't have any hard creature removal had damage removal and i had a zero five creature which is huge yeah <laughs> which is massive <laughs> so um i had do you remember chromox zero mana yeah you you yeah. pitch a card yeah and you can add a color so i had two of them yeah. in my hand and i'm like i'm just gonna play doran on turn one and just beat their face in so i'm like doran chromox <laughs> like pitch these two cards land go, go. <laughs> and the person goes untap forest street hooligan no, oh, he un- no. <laughs> and i look at him i'm like i only have four artifacts in my deck why do you have 10 street he goes this car's amazing in the matchup i'm like it's a one one right now it's horrible 
He's like, and I didn't draw another land for the remainder of the game. <laughs> I lost that game and that match. And he, and it made that card look so amazing when literally it was like the worst thing he could have played. I looked, he played it. And I remember this to this day. I looked at my group of friends and I gave him the like, is this going on? Like, are you guys, is this happening? And they, they both, they just all shook their head. They're like, I don't, I, it's a tin. Yeah. I, I remember I went home the saltiest pretzel i've ever been in my life <laughs> i was like yep <laughs> so zoo got one over on me so i feel you oh my goodness tin street hooligan what does that do again um oh it's it's horrible it's one in a red if you paid green to cast this destroy an artifact destroy. that's right that's what yep. it is yeah yeah so so he had to have untapped green source and red source and a red <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, destroy an artifact that's right tin street yeah. hooligan and I have to play an artifact. So if I would have yeah. went like Birds of Paradise, untapped Doran, they lost. Like, yeah. <laughs> like but no. <laughs> That's right. I remember it now. Because yeah. usually the, I remember that that people, when, when Naturalize was, was brought in, yeah. right? People were using Naturalize and people who just couldn't let the dream go with uh, when Red Green was the, the nuts during that yeah. time. Yeah. So 10 Street Hooligan was still kind of floating around. Because that came out with Giant Solifuge, which is the best card ever. But anyways. <laughs> side, side track. <laughs> but yeah, man. Oh. Any closing thoughts, my dude? Any closing thoughts? I know we were getting off the rails yeah. here with our magic stories. But you know, um, it's that's good. That's part of it. That's part of it. You know, that's, that's, that's what makes the community at large. It's connecting literally our worlds, yeah. right? Is that we have a common enemy. <laughs> ah, true. It's... <laughs> Damn Tinshri Hooligan and Baselayer Angel. Baselayer oh, Angel. Right? And Deathmark kills both. <laughs> Deathmark kills both. Oh, oh, no, no. Deathmark doesn't kill. It. I was thinking the green. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's great, man. Yeah. Any, so, any, anything you want to wrap it up with here? Yeah. I mean, I always, my, my life motto is life's a game, play it. Nice. And I've lived my life like that um, for many, many, many moons. Uh, but I guess I would say my closing thoughts, like, honestly, would be um, if you're striving to be the best at anything, kind of like setting goals for something, being a competitive gamer, fitness, make sure you have a goal in sight that you can go for. Because without the goal in sight, you're just flapping around aimlessly, doing whatever, yeah. and you'll never get what you want. So my my final thoughts are, do what you love. Don't let anyone tell you what you can and can't do. Make it happen and set that goal and, and chase it for as long, like we said, for as long as you find enjoyment. The moment that you don't, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Thanks for that, man. I appreciate that. I, I, I really honor and respect that. And I follow something very similar. It almost sounds like spot on. You know, I, I you know, I always... My new, I, I follow like models every day. I, I, I post them up on Twitter like pretty yeah, frequently. Do, do they know they fo you follow them? <laughs> I know. I, it's, it's, you know, a lot of people think I just put them on there for fun, but I'm like, guys, like this is the model I follow today. Yeah. You know, like every day, like I try to change it up and it's true. It's like, you know, I, one of my favorite ones is, you know, you, you know, chase your goal, even if you're the only one running, yeah. you know, and it's true. You know, I, I, I told them true. like, 
I, I try to make the analogy and I was doing this, I was telling this to my parents. I was like, look, like, cause my parents are both sailors, you know, they're both, they're, they're both in the Navy. And uh, I told them, Hey, as sailors, you guys get this, like, like the captain of the ship, if there's no destination and the captain doesn't communicate that to you, you're just floating around, right? You're yeah. flapping around. Aimlessly. You're just, you're just in the ocean, like doing nothing, right? Like, where are you going? Like captain, what are we doing? Like, yeah. Oh, we're going to get there eventually. Like where, like, where are we going? Yeah. You know, you're using all your resources, just floating around. It's a waste versus like, I know where I'm going. And this ship is 34 years old. It's still good. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but the thing is like, you can, you can, you can rage the fire with your crew. You're like, yo, like we know where we're going. Like imagine the captain's like, yo, we're going here. We're going to be right here. It's far, <laughs> but we're going to get there. True. Right. And that feels good because you're like, I'll believe in this guy. You know, yeah. and I believe in that. Like, that's the thing. It's going to be hard, but I believe it. <laughs> right. That's, that's very true. Like, honestly, and to, to once, like, just to throw this out there, because you, you made a statement that I really like vibed with um, when you're like, where are we going? Like, if you, if you set a goal or you set a destination and you get there and you find out that's not the destination you want to be, then you can turn around and go to another destination. But <laughs> yeah. if you're just like you said, floating around aimlessly, you'll never know if that's the yeah. destination you needed or or you just happen to be there you can't yeah. you can't make that decision for yourself yeah, yeah. beautiful so, it's good man thanks thanks for this man i appreciate it um you have any links you want to say, say any shout outs here for yourself this is it what is oh, uh, what is it that you do your boy is hyper your boy is hyper branded so you can find me anywhere on any social media at active gamer underscore fitness or if you're a streamer um gamer at active gamer underscore mtg um you can go to my website activegamerfitness.com i'm pretty sure at this point if you type in active gamer fitness on google <laughs> i'm there that's me so nice. um yeah follow me on all those youtube twitch twitter um you said you have a podcast too you got podcast oh yep. so that i have an anime podcast nice. uh yeah it's called the dos yankos podcast um, we <laughs> And then uh, I have a fitness uh, podcast called the Fitness Roundtable. Um, yeah, hit me up. Fantastic. Thank you for this. I appreciate it. Everybody, Active Gamer Fitness, Dion in the house. I really do appreciate it. We're going to be working on something. Um, we have, we have, uh, we're in conversations, you know, we're, we're creatives yeah. and it takes time to make time, right? <laughs> so it, insane. You are you not know, lying. It, it's, it's, uh, and being an entrepreneur, you know, one of my favorite lines from uh, my favorite quotes from Robert Kiyosaki is that entrepreneurs work for free. And uh, it's, 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 it's free until it's not free, but mm -hmm. at this time it's free and you have to respect that time because you're using it to add value to what you're doing or creating. So thank you for this. I really do appreciate it. And um, you know, you're going to be joining a collection of folk here on the podcast. So hey. I appreciate it. I'll have to, I would give them a listen too. I listened to a little bit of one. So on my bus rides, I'll start, start rocking through, ripping through them. Very nice. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you again, Dion, for having you here on the podcast. And I'll make sure I have all your links up in the descriptions. All right. Thank you.